2: Love a good deal? Sail into the season at Banana Republic Factory's Mega Labor Day sale. Entire store 50 to 70% off. Dresses from 1999, polos from 1699. Find your nearest store or shop online only at Banana Republic Factory. Hey sports fans, football seasons here, and it's time to get in on the action with my bookie.
3: We're doing a mock draft on RotoViz Radio.
2: What's up, RotoViz?
3: I'm Dave Cabin, Senior Fantasy Analyst at Rotoviz. I'm joined tonight by Matthew Friedman, editor in chief of Fantasy Labs, part of the action network we're brought to you tonight by the ffpc and squad ql what's going on matt you glad that uh we're back to a show with just the two of us and we've got fantasy mansion out of the airwaves
1: uh yeah although i am hearing some what sounds like uh rubbing like fabric rubbing up against the microphone or some like watery substance or something in the background so maybe that is the ghost of fantasy mansion still with us <laughs>
3: oh gosh Uh, we, we hope that that is not, I don't, I do not like the sounds of that. Um, I have to say though, too, people loved the trivia game. I've got, I've got to make
1: that, that known. That's false. Even if they did love it, it was that they liked to see us like, like they could hear us squirming basically. Like I, I hated that segment. Because I, right, I don't well, I don't like to well, let me I'm trying to think about this. I mean, I'm yeah. ill prepared for everything, but I don't like to be ill-prepared for something where I have to perform. You know what I mean? Gotcha.
3: <laughs> Just a reminder, to sign up for that listeners only 30% discount to an NFL pass through the listener homepage, Rotoviaz.com, forward slash podcast. We had our first show for patron uh patrons this Sunday, Column and I had some good chats with some of the early adopters, please go to our page on Patreon, sign up. There's so much work that goes into putting these together. We're really trying to grow the channel. We have some exclusive content to offer you. And as Matt Cully said last week, it's about supporting the podcast. I'm not going to go through his sp- spiel and try to shame you into it, uh, but please check it out. I think that you'll really enjoy it. And we're hoping to see you every Sunday. All right, so... Matt, do you want to do a mock draft or what?
1: Do I want to do one? No, but I I will do one because I think that's what you want to do.
3: <laughs> all right, all right. So, um,
1: but by, by by the way, I said that you can tell that I'm a great husband. Just saying.
3: Yes, yes, yes. So, Matt, I did not come into tonight's episode with a defined league that I wanted us to draft in. I'm going to say we should do a league size of twelve. Let's just do sixteen team or 16 man rosters and let's say that it's ppr yeah is there a defined strategy that you want to go into this draft with or do you want to take it as it comes
1: uh do we have to draft a kicker and defense
3: we will say that we don't because we're not going to be getting to that i don't think we're going to fit the whole draft into this show and we we know that we'll be doing that at the end of the draft so no we don't need to
1: Okay. Um, do we even have to draft a quarterback in this draft?
3: Not necessarily. No. So I'll tell okay. you what, right there, we're going to drop down. Uh, we are using the Rotoviz draft dashboard. We're going to put our positional importance for quarterback down to 2%. Yeah.
1: Okay. I have I have no interest in going after a quarterback in this draft.
3: Okay. What about tight end? But see, the thing is too, I didn't even tell you yet what our, uh the positions on our roster are going to be. You're just that sure that you do not want the quarterback, which I can understand.
1: I mean, is it six points for passing touchdown or is it
3: four points? Um, It's four points, but honestly, that doesn't even really matter.
1: Yeah. I mean, assuming it's not super flex, right? Or you would have said that. Right. So, no. I mean,
3: yeah. why don't you tell me what you like the roster settings to be? How many players in each position do you want?
1: I'm imagining it's probably something like one quarterback, two running backs, three wide receivers, one tight end, one flex. Yeah. That, that that's, like that's, that's the like basic configuration. Standard, yeah. Like a standard league. Okay. All right. So I think one of the big questions is what are we going to do at tight end? Tight end. I yeah.
3: think... Oh, go for it. It sounds like you wanted to...
1: Well, no. So it's just a question of like whether we want to pay up for a top three guy. And if we do, I think we probably want that to be Ertz. Because um, I'm not super interested in paying up for Gronk or Kelsey. Okay. Yep. Um, so I, I think it's better to grab the guy at the bottom of a tier. Yep. Uh, so either we pay up for a top three guy, or I think we wait a little bit. And we try to get uh, an upside guy later in the draft, like Unjoku or maybe we uh you know try to get uh someone like Jordan Reed and hope he can stay healthy and handcuff him with Vernon Davis.
3: You know, I don't mind that that situation that much. I'll tell you what. Why don't we go into this draft saying if well, what's the earliest that you would go after Zach Ertz?
1: Um probably 4th round. 4th round. Why don't I don't we- know if he's I I don't know exactly if we'll be able to get him there or not. Okay.
3: You know, right. So why don't we go into this draft and we'll take this idea. If Ertz is there in the fourth round and it feels appropriate, we will go for him. If not, we're going to wait and do something like the upside tight end Jordan Reed Vernon Davis that you mentioned. Okay. Okay. So that means that I'm actually going to leave our tight end percentage pretty high. uh, And that means that we're now going to have to adjust um, on running backs and wide receivers PPR league one flex spot. I normally like to fill that with a wide receiver, so I'm going to lean more towards going wide receiver. Do you agree?
1: Uh, you are classic Rotoviz on this. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sort of going to be classic Friedman on okay. this. Like I just I kind of prefer running backs in the flex. Um, you know, like I think in the end if I can find three guys who are like, you know, volume-based running backs, yep. Um, that third guy in the flex will outscore whatever third or fourth wide receiver I can put in the flex.
3: Um, this is a... So that raises a question for me. How many... So for us to achieve that, we have to have three solid running backs. So that would mean that we would have to start off the draft aggressively going after running back, just given the probability that we've seen with running backs historically in comparison to... The number of wide receivers that we could play in that flex, like to me, you're lucky if, they're, if you're able to identify the, who, those twenty four guys. Like, I really think there's only twenty four guys that would be worthwhile. You disagree with that?
1: I think it's probably accurate. Or, yeah, around that number. Yeah.
3: So that that puts the odds against us. But you know what, Matt? We'll try it out. So we're actually going to change the settings. This is something I do not normally do in a PPR league for running back, which is go with. Such a high uh, allocation of my percentage points to running back. To recap, Matt and I are going to be drafting in a 12 team league. It's PPR. We're going to go after running back, try to get Zach Ertz in the fourth round. If we can't, we're going to wait and get some upside tight ends later on. And again, you have one quarterback, two running back, three wide receiver, one tight end flex, and a kicker. All right. The only other thing we're just gonna randomly, unless you find one of the positions to be particularly interesting, we're just gonna go and generate a pick, or unless you find a draft spot to be particularly interesting. No,
1: I'm fine. I think our ability to get um, to get three running backs in the first three rounds, like if we want a ro- a robust running back approach, um, a lot of that will be dependent on where our pick is.
3: Okay. So sure enough, we end up with pick four, which you had said you think is an interesting spot. So we're going to pop that in. So we'll start this off. So first pick is Todd Gurley. Second pick is Antonio Brown. Interesting. Keep in mind it's PPR league. So you will see that occasionally. Alvin Kamara goes third. Wow. This leaves us with some interesting options. So at running back, We have Le'Veon, Bell, David, Johnson, Ezekiel, Elliott. I know who I would go after. Who are you thinking of?
1: Uh, I'm fine with either Bell or Johnson. I kind of prefer Johnson, but I really don't care for this.
3: I kind of prefer Bell since you've already... Let's go with with Bell. Let's go with Bell. So we will draft Bell. We are now going to go through and we will instruct this to move ahead a good uh, 10 or so picks. Okay. So in those 10 picks you see David Johnson, Go Ezekiel Elliott, Saquon Barkley, OBJ, Julio, Dalvin Cook, Melvin Gordon, Leonard Fournette, and it's going to be back up to us in just a couple of picks here. Matt, who are you hoping to see fall to us? Christian McCaffrey is uh, still available Christian at this Mc- point. Is that your guy? Yeah,
1: Chris Yeah, Christian McCaffrey if he's there. Um, but I'd be fine with DeVonte Freeman.
3: Yep. So Friedman or Freeman went at 18, then we see McCaffrey at 19, and it's looking like we might be left with Jarek McKinnon as the only tier two running back remaining. Now, Matt, you might disagree with the road of his tiers, but from the road of his tiers, you have Jarek McKinnon as the only tier two guy remaining.
1: Yeah. I mean, I'm fine with going with uh, McKinnon there, but we should look to see who's available at wide receiver. Yep.
3: I agree with that. At wide receiver in the road of his tears, you have Mike Evans, Stefan Diggs, and Adam Thielen.
1: Um. Okay. I mean, I would say let's go with Mike Evans, but uh, I'm I'm fine with Eric McKinnon. All right. What, what, who, or what wide receiver would you like if we don't go with the running back? If we don't go with the running
3: back, ah, gosh, it's so tough between Diggs and Thielen. It really is that despite what I might have said last week, I think that Evans is the guy I would probably go with.
1: Okay, yeah, let's go with Evans. But But would you rather have a running back or no?
3: I think that I might rather have... Well, I think with the approach we were going with, it would make sense with a running back. But me in this league, I'm going to go with a wide receiver here. So, I I would go wide receiver. So, we're going to go with Evans. All right. So, at this point now, Matt, you started off with Le'Veon Bell and Mike Evans, your tier two running backs are evaporating. I think there still be might be decent options at wide receiver. I generally like those tier three wide receivers better than tier three running backs. Any hopes as to what will be available when the pick comes back to us?
1: Uh, Yeah. I mean, I hope a uh, – I mean, I kind of want to go running back again because I, f- I like the value that you can get with wide receivers in the middle rounds, mm-hmm. and I don't like the value there at running back so much.
3: Okay. So we're we're back on the clock now. There's Joe Mixon, Alex Collins, Kenyon Drake, Lamar Miller, and Tevin Coleman, at running back. A couple names in there that I think you might like. At wide receiver, that you still have Diggs, you still have Thielen. There's Doug Baldwin, Larry Fitzgerald, Amari Cooper. Keep in mind we have Le'Veon Bell, Mike Evans. We have one running back slot left to fill, two wide receiver, and the flex. Where 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 are your thoughts at right now?
1: Well, where are we on the tight end situation? On the
3: tight end situation, we still have Oh, excuse me. Gronk has not gone. There's Gronk and Ertz. I mean,
1: I think if Gronk is available in the 3rd round, we have to take him. Okay. Am I am I wrong on that? Um like if if you think I'm wrong, go ahead and say so. But but Gronk hardly ever makes it to the 3rd round.
3: Yeah. I think that I normally and I've mentioned this a couple of times on different podcasts. I'm normally against going with the tight end because I feel like what happens is you might have some advantage in that position. But overall, your roster isn't necessarily stronger, especially when you're playing uh, on or in a league where there's a multiple flex positions but I do think that there's something to be said, especially for having Gronk early on this season. I think it's going to be big. That production you get from the first couple of games can certainly help you win those early weeks in your league, and I think that that's huge. Also, this is probably one of the most advantageous situations that we've seen for Gronk in some time. And like you said, you have the opportunity to get him late, which is much later than he's gone in other years. I don't think I would normally go with Gronk here, but for the sake of executing somewhat of the approach that you wanted to go in this draft with, I say let's take him, unless, of course, you disagree.
1: Yeah, I say let's do it. All right.
3: If we hadn't gone with Gronk, where do you think that you probably would have gone? Would you have gone back to one of those running backs, maybe Mixon, Collins, Drake, Coleman? Yeah, I
1: think I probably I think I think probably would have been interested in Mixon. Gotcha.
3: Um, why, in comparison to some of those other backs? It seems like he's been a divisive player.
1: Um, he's a big-bodied three down back. I mean, it's, I'm not like, there's, there's nothing like super deep there. Just, I mean, he was super productive in college. Uh, he's young. He can catch the ball. He's big. Uh, he's athletic. Um, I think his offense will be better this year than it was last year. Like the, you know, so um, yeah, like I, I think he will probably get a decent share of the workload.
3: Gotcha. All right. So we are back on the clock. Now we've seen the first quarterback go In Aaron Rodgers, also the other quarterback that has gone at this point is Tom Brady. So at running back, which at this point, we actually only have one running back. There's still Alex Collins, Kenyon Drake, Tevin Coleman. At wide receiver, there's Juju Smith-Schuster, Allen Robinson, Demarius Thomas, Alshon Jeffrey.
1: Yeah, I'm fine with waiting a little bit on wide receiver. Um, I think we should go at running back.
3: Okay. Thought process behind that.
1: Because I think we can get wide receivers later, but I think if we miss out on uh, some of these next running backs, we're going to be pretty thin at our second position. Yeah, I I
3: can definitely see that approach. And also, given the preferences that we set up, the tool is directing to go running back here, prioritizing it just a little bit over wide receivers. So there's Collins, Drake, and Coleman. Earlier in the summer, you were very high on Kenyon Drake, it felt like. Have you come back around and are more towards Collins? Or are you still on Drake?
1: Uh, I'm not on Drake as much anymore uh, since, you know, they've kind of made clear that they're still going to be using a committee, not as interested in Drake. Um, yeah, Collins is interesting. Coleman, uh, I prefer Collins over Coleman. Freeman, I think, is pretty interesting. Yep. Um. But I don't know if we can do him over Collins. So, uh, I would probably go with Collins. But uh, if you have thoughts there, no, let I, me know. I
3: mean, I think I would have gone with Collins out of that grouping. Uh. And and I'm okay with going with the running back here as long as at this point now we're we're going back to and committing to wide receiver. The other reason that I think that we go with Collins here is between. This pick that we're about to make in our upcoming pick, there's what, one, two, there's six picks. I think the odds are very likely that we can still get one of those tier three wide receivers that are hanging around. Uh, And that way we're going to get our top choice at the running back and we're still going to get wide receiver. So I think it just makes sense at this point to go with Alex Collins. So... In the picks in between after Collins, you saw guys like Crabtree, Kenyon Drake, Juju Smith-Schuster, Chris Hogan, Marvin Jones, and Alshon Jeffrey. So unfortunately, there was a little mini run on the wide receivers right there, leaving us with Alan Robinson and Demarius Thomas as the only Rotoviz Tier 3 wide receivers remaining. There also are the likes of Josh Gordon, Marquise Goodwin, Julian Edelman, Sammy Watkins, Will Fuller, Manny Sanders, Devin Funchess, Robert Woods which one of those receivers are you looking at in this team the one thing i'm thinking about is evans is the only receiver we have at this point so i probably want somebody that i can feel good about in the situation that they're in so i'm not looking for an upside play here are you
1: Uh, i'm basically always looking
3: for upside plays you're always looking for (laughs) upside or big bodied running backs
1: uh yeah i mean not all because there there will be a time when i'm like oh julian edelman i like the high upside or yeah. not the high upside I like i like the high floor he has but yep. um you know like demarius thomas for instance is someone in the situation i would not be interested in mm-hmm. like i would rather have josh gordon than demarius thomas even though he's ranked uh at rove is in, in a lower tier yep um but um yeah i guess i'm i'm fine like i uh I did some of the the picks earlier, so I'm cool with deferring to uh, any of the wide receivers that you want here.
3: Yeah. Well, just one general comment that's interesting about this. When Sean and I did on one of the episodes that you weren't around for, we did a mock together and it was interesting. I felt like we were very much on the same page on a lot of steps. And I feel like, have you ever tried putting like drafting and putting together teams with other people before, like Um, in an actual league that you're going to play out?
1: mm, Yes. Yeah, and how do you feel uh, like yeah, it I goes have. normally? How does it go normally? Yeah, uh, that's just a weird situation. Um, but like, I, I mean, normally it, it's me. You know, <laughs> like that's normally how it is. It's normally me.
3: Oh gosh.
1: But like, I, but I wouldn't because it's not. It's not like a situation where like it's like uh, equitable in terms of like the other person is like invested in fantasy. Oh, you know what okay. I mean? So it's not, it's, it's not like an applicable situation. Right Cause
3: I was going to say only a couple of times have my brother and I tried to put together a team and it always just goes horribly wrong. Right. Because yeah. there's just too much of like a varying approach. Like all my brother would want is what he calls known entities. So he always ends up drafting guys that were good like three seasons ago and not taking any chances. Yeah. And it would just never work out. So I, I kind of feel like we have an odd dichotomy going on here between the two of us trying to put this team together. So
1: yeah, that's, that's fair. And like, uh, I was always like the, um, I don't know, like I'm, I'm very roto but like in a very like, ro- like Contra roto type of way. Um, like, I don't know, like I would almost just assume go running back here again, then go wide receivers, because I'm not like a fan of any of the wide receivers here.
3: Okay. Um but
1: like I don't think we like I don't think you want to do that, and that's probably not like the smart move.
3: Um I actually will say that at this point I am interested in going with either Tevin Coleman, Royce Freeman, or Mark Ingram over the receivers that are available. You have Allen Robinson, Demarius Thomas, Josh Gordon, Marquise, Goodwin. Julian Edelman, Sammy Watkins, Will Fuller. Other guys that could be possible would be like Kenny Stills, Robert Woods. I think though, when I start looking at the ADP for most of these guys, unless we're going to go Alan Robinson or Demarius Thomas, I think that it makes sense to take that one final shot on running back and then end up with those three strong running backs like you were talking about. So we could either go with Coleman here or Freeman. Let's kind of go on Rotoviz here on a couple of shows that we've done mock drafts and whatnot. And a lot of pieces on the site, we've focused more on wide receiver. I think it's interesting to see a team developing with a running back approach. So which do you like? Coleman, Freeman, Ingram? Uh, Lewis maybe? I want Freeman. You want Freeman?
1: Yeah, I, yeah, I want Freeman. I think he has a chance to be the the lead back there. Uh, Coleman is interesting, but I as long as Freeman stays healthy... Uh, Devontae Freeman, that is, as long as Devonte Freeman stays healthy, uh, Coleman isn't really going to have the chance of being the lead guy. Uh, but Freeman, uh, Royce Freeman is a better pass catcher, uh, yep. than I think people give him credit for, yep. uh, for a guy of his size, super agile. Like, I think there's a lot of upside with him. All right.
3: So let's go with Royce Freeman here. All right. So through the first five rounds, we have Le'Veon Bell, Alex Collins, Mike Evans, Rob Gronkowski, and Royce Freeman, how do you feel with that start, Matt? Uh,
1: I like it because I think we pretty much accomplished the goal of getting uh, guys who could be lead backs yep. um, for the running backs and for the flex while still uh, getting Mike Evans and Rob Gronkowski, which I, I think is kind of unthinkable. But um, yeah, that's how this has worked out.
3: You know, the interesting thing I have seen in in a couple of the actual like, uh, I've only done a few real drafts at this point. And towards the end of the week is when I'm going to have a pickup in leagues that I'm playing in. I actually have seen Gronk though, falling beyond in a number of these drafts where I'm expecting him to go, which does feel weird Uh, because I've, I've in the past, like in the draft tool needed to build in a Gronkowski fix, which was making sure that if the end of the second round came around, like he had to be taken because you just never saw him fall past there, which sometimes with the way tight ends get drafted, the tool would want to do. Uh, So it is kind of a, an interesting thing that we're seeing this year. All right. We're back up at this point, just to give an idea of how many players are gone at each position. 27 running backs gone, 32 wide receivers, five tight ends, four quarterbacks. Tevin Coleman is still on the board, uh, which I guess we're at pick 69. He has an ADP of 67. That kind of does make sense. I think at this point we're moving on from running back, right? At this point, yeah, we got to go wide receiver so. now.
1: Yeah, I think at this point we we pound wide receiver and there are some guys there. Like I, like this for me is uh, pretty close to the sweet spot of wide receivers.
3: Okay. Um, It's interesting that you say that, right? Because the episode that Sean was on when we were talking about wide receivers, he said that wide receiver was deep this season only if you don't want to score a lot of points.
1: Right. It seems like yeah. you have the opposite take. I think there's so much upside here. Okay. Like, uh, Goodwin, Fuller, Robbie Anderson, like, uh, obviously really interested in those guys. Cooper Cup, I think is a high floor guy we can get here. Uh, Nelson Aguilar is someone who's interesting, uh, especially with like the further developments of Alshon Jeffrey having, uh, health issues where he may not be ready to start the season. Um, you know, like Kenny Galladay, like I think like we can just take shots. Uh, at the next four rounds of wide receivers and end up with guys that we like.
3: Okay. Uh, I think that with this pick, though, seeing as we only have Evans at wide receiver, we're hoping that one of our running backs can play in the flex. We do need to go after somebody that has a pretty well-defined role and that their situation in their offense isn't going to change that much. I'm not saying you can't go for upside, but I'm saying I think you do need to be careful where you go with this. I can tell by the look on your face that you're, that, that you don't like that. You want as much upside as you possibly can get. I'm not going to say, I'm not going to say my pick here. Who's your pick when you're looking at this
1: list? No, it's it's fine. If if you want Jamison Crowder, that's the guy. We can, no, I, I don't know if that I don't know if that's who you want. No, but I, I mean I'm I don't know. I can I can basically go with any of these guys. So who who would you like?
3: I'll tell you who my pick would be. My pick would be it. It would be Kenny Stills here. This is why. Okay, I think that Stills has some upside. I think that he's going to be the number one in that offense. He's a player that can be explosive. I think he's going to get used in more ways. And I don't think there's significant competition around him. Yes, Tannehill sucks, but we've seen uh, Jarvis Landry in the past. We've seen a Dolphins wide receiver put up high totals. So, you know, there is some capacity there. So that's who I would go with. I think you're getting somewhat of a mixture of what we're looking for.
1: Okay. Yeah, that's fine. Let's go with him.
3: Okay. All right. We're going to add Stills. The next pick for us, it looks like we're still going to go wide receiver. At this point, that's the only starting spot in our roster that we need to fill. So, you still have Goodwin, Fuller, Robbie Anderson, Cooper Cup, Jordy Nelson, Randall Cobb, Nelson Aguilar, Darling Shepard, Calvin Benjamin, who apparently you, you seem to like on some level. Who are you looking for here?
1: It's, it's rough. Uh, I would be fine with any of those top three. Um, Goodwin, I'm, I'm not as high on as I think a lot of other people yeah. are. Um, but I just might be wrong. You know, they think he's got this connection with Jimmy Garoppolo and maybe he does. Will Fuller, um, I like a lot. Uh, but Robbie Anderson, I mean, he's the number one receiver, like I think the clear number one receiver in his offense. And, uh, you know, he's got good size, good speed. He has been competent with a good, he actually, he's been better than competent. Yeah, he has, as long as he's had a decent quarterback throwing to him. Um, so he's the guy I would go with. Yeah. But I think I'm, I would, as I'm well. really fine. Yeah. yeah so okay, I think, let's go with him. Yeah.
3: I think I would go with Anderson here as well. So let's deviate from building on our team from one second here and let's look at some of the teams around us that the computer has put together. And see if there's any teams that stand out to you that you really like. So, what I'm going to do here, Matt, is just flip the view so that you can see each team um, built out by projected starters at each position.
1: I don't know. Like, it's (laughs) – I mean, this is going to sound weird, but like they all look like fantasy football teams to me. (laughs) Like, you know, like I look at it and I'm like, oh, that's a fantasy football team. Uh, All right. Like, you know what I mean? I'd like do any of these teams stand out to you as something like that you wish you had as opposed to the team that we have i mean uh, okay i'm looking at um the chargers yep they have saquon they have lamar Devontae amari um i like that four yep but then i don't like so much sammy watkins as their third receiver and Dion lewis
3: yeah there was one team that stood out to me here that i liked a lot but they have one pick that i'm not as huge of a fan of so they have todd Gurley. Marshawn. This is the team that was picking one. Todd Gurley, yeah. Marshawn Lynch, Tyreek Hill, Juju Smith-Schuster, Chris Hogan, Travis Kelsey, Jamison Crowder. I like that roster though, although I feel like the Marshawn Lynch pick when it was made and actually let's go look and see which round they made that pick in because I feel like there's probably a option that i would have liked more than lynch because i do think he could be okay they picked lynch in six i might have tried to have gone for somebody with a little bit more upside there i don't know if they would have been available but that's kind of my critique on that one i think other than lynch i would have liked that roster a lot i might have liked that better than the one that we have
1: yeah yeah maybe um i do like our roster though okay uh yeah looking at it um I mean, the only the only part of our roster I don't like is Kenny Stills, but uh, whatever, I can live with that.
3: (laughs) All right, let's go back to uh, let let, let's go back in here and we'll make some picks. Just a reminder: we have Le'Veon Bell, Alex Collins, Mike Evans, Kenny Stills, Rob Gronkowski, and Royce Freeman. At this point, you know I don't hate it. I don't hate it. Um and Robbie Robbie Anderson Anderson, right. I need to drop him in.
1: Like I actually I like that team a pretty good amount.
3: All right, so Matt, we at this point have all of the starting positions on this team filled out except for quarterback. I think we made it pretty clear that we are going to be waiting on that position for a very, very long time. At this point, for you, is it really just depending on if there's guys that you like that are available now or do you still want to keep pounding at wide receiver like you had mentioned earlier?
1: Uh, I think I want to keep pounding wide receiver. I mean, obviously I want to look at other positions to see if if something happens, mm-hmm. but um, you know, again, I think there's a lot of value in this range or upside in this range that I would be interested in having exposure to. Yep. So, yeah, I mean, I would just be fine with Going after uh, wide receivers.
3: Yeah, I mean, I think that I kind of disagree with you about this value and all of this upside here with these guys, and I will explain why. I think that when you're heading into a season, it looks like there's a lot of there's a lot of guys that could become values that could have a lot of upside, but very rarely do we actually see that realized by high number of players in this range at least that's my belief, but I do think that there's some data to support that historically, but I do think that you have to go wide receiver here because Mike Evans, Kenny Stills, Robbie Anderson, that could, that could go south quickly. So I think we need to try to build in some depth at running back. If we were going to go back to that position, there's Duke Johnson, Isaiah Crowell, Marlon Mack, CJ Anderson at wide receiver. You're looking at the likes of Randall Cobb, Pierre Garçon, Calvin Benjamin, Devontae Parker, d j. Moore, Calvin Ridley, Alan Hearns, Galladay, Tyler Lockett, Cameron Meredith, Michael Gallup, Chris Godwin, Richard Matthews, any of those names really standing out to you where Where are these great values that uh, you're talking about? Cobb, Randall Cobb Randall Cobb
1: yeah, I think I think clear for me, Randall Cobb here,
3: okay, so I was recently in an expert auction where I had to I ended up with Cobb as my wide receiver four I was hoping for four solid wide receivers I started off this it was ridiculous I got Antonio Brown DeAndre Hopkins and Odell Beckham Jr. all for steals but I had to fill in with Cobb do you think that Cobb fulfilled my goal of having a fourth solid wide receiver yeah I think so you do okay that makes me feel a little bit better I don't know if you can recall this, but the rankings that you did, like roughly where do you think that you had him in your wide receiver rankings?
1: Uh, I think I have him around – actually, I can look okay. this up Uh, pretty quickly. Um, in PPR, I have Cobb at wide receiver 27. Oh, 27.
3: Okay. So you're a little bit higher on him, I think, than, than other people might be heading into this season.
1: Yeah. I mean, I'm higher on him. Um, The, you know, the Action Network guys, uh, Sean Corner has him at 29. Chris Rabon has him at 24. Yep. Um, You know, I'm kind of splitting the difference there at at 27. But like, uh, yeah, I mean, I think he's, if he's healthy, um, and if Aaron Rodgers is healthy, I think he's a wide receiver three.
3: Yeah, I think what I like about Cobb this season, which is one of the reasons I was okay ending up with him as my fourth wide receiver is naturally you have him as the wide receiver two in a solid Aaron Rodgers offense. And I think that if you see Cobb healthy, there's a lot of touchdown scoring potential there, which is something that you want to yeah. have in your roster as much as possible on a week to week basis. So, right. so at this point, we have Le'Veon Bell, Alex Collins, Mike Evans, Kenny Stills, Rob Anderson, Rob Gron- Robbie Anderson, Rob Gronkowski, Royce Freeman, Randall Cobb. At running back, let's just see who's hanging out just in case, and then we'll take a look at quarterbacks. So at running back right now, there's still Crowell, Mack, Anderson, Aaron Jones, Nick Chubb, James White, Ty Montgomery, Gio Bernard. To give you a sense of the quarterbacks that are available, you have Kirk Cousins, Andrew Luck, Matthew Stafford, Philip Rivers, Matt Ryan, Ben Roethlisberger, Marcus Mariota, Patrick Mahomes, a lot of options there. We don't need to worry about it. Just to take a look to give listeners an idea of who is available at tight end, there still would be Jack Doyle, Trey Burden, David Njoku, George Kittle, OJ Howard, Ebron Breit. So if we hadn't gone tight end, those are the type of guys we'd be considering right now. And then back at wide receiver, Calvin Benjamin, DJ Moore, Calvin Ridley, Alan Hearns, Kenny Galladay, Cameron Meredith, Tyler Lockett. I think that this is the point now where we do start trying to get in some upside. There's no sense in trying to go for those guys that you think have some type of safety. If you were looking for maybe a floor, I could see how some people might say that it would be Alan Hearns. Your thoughts on going with a guy like Hearns, who it might seem like he's that entrenched wide receiver one, but we don't really know even if he is what that would look like.
1: Yeah, not too interested in Hearns here. Mm-hmm. Um, I think for me, for me, it's it's Kelvin Benjamin. Uh, not that I think he's a great player, but that, I mean, he's, he has a defined role on that team. He's the clear number one in Buffalo, and I think he's going to get volume and he's actually looked pretty decent in the preseason. Not that like, I want to put too much stock in it, but, um, you know, like one of the big problems last year was that he was just kind of hampered by his, uh, his knee injury and he doesn't look as hampered this year. Like he's just moving a little bit better. Um, so I'm fine with him as like a, a wide receiver five who gets high volume. Like that's someone I'm interested in.
3: Okay, it's interesting that you talk about the preseason because you remember when he was a rookie coming in, he had a strong preseason that was actually something that gave some credence to that he could play, and then he went on and had that strong rookie season. I'm not so certain that I would go with Kelvin Benjamin, but as I start looking at these other names they're kind of in situations where so we're almost doing the opposite thing here. Now you're kind of looking for the guy in this situation that you feel like gives him um, some type of requisite target total or maybe something along those lines. And I'm actually almost want to go with somebody like a Galladay, a Lockett, a uh, Gallup, a Godwin. But I think that we'll test it out going with Calvin Benjamin here, because I do think that, you know, it's possible even if Josh Allen sucks that they're so devoid of other options in the past. Although I don't know if I can say that they have Corey Coleman right now. Do you think Coleman could be a better receiver than Benjamin or no matter what they're forcing it to Benjamin?
1: Uh, I think he could be a better receiver than Benjamin, but even if he's better, like I don't think that actually means anything like guys almost never come over uh, in the preseason from some other team and have success that year. Like that's just a very rare thing that happens. Um, I think Benjamin, like what, what do you think his target floor is assuming he plays 16 games?
3: I think his target floor, if he plays 16 games, it's probably 85 targets.
1: I think it's closer to a hundred closer to a hundred. Yeah. Okay. Like I, I think it, his target floor is significantly higher than the target floor for anyone else available at this point.
3: Even Alan Hearns. Yeah. Okay. Um, let's go with, let's go with Kelvin Benjamin. You know, it's too bad that Rashard Matthews, his situation is kind of hard to make sense of at this point, because I think he would be a guy that I would really like to go with at this pick, but there's a little more uncertainty surrounding him.
1: I mean, I think the good thing is like Rashard Matthews will be there in a round, right? You know, like if we want him, then like we can probably just get him. Yeah.
3: So we're going to take a quick break here because I want to answer a question, which is how do I gain an unfair advantage and dominate my fantasy football league? Well, the answer is you look no further than SquadQL. Download it. It's the only mobile app that you need to crush your friends and rivals this year. SquadQL recommends the best starting lineup for you each week based on your starters, bench players, and free agent pool. You may ask, how does SquadQL actually do this? Well, the app connects directly. With your Yahoo, ESPN, and CBS leagues, pulling in your actual roster and your league scoring system. SquadQL provides waiver and trade recommendations, plus the app gives you player rankings each week. It's all based on your league settings. SquadQL truly is your go to app this fantasy football season. Head to squadQL.com to download SquadQL. You're all in one fantasy football manager. SquadQL is brought to you by the creators of RotoQL, the leading fantasy. Fantasy lineup optimizer trusted by 100,000 DFS players you can download RuruQL for free on both Apple and Android and another brief reminder to tell you about our good friends at the FFPC, the home of season-long high-stakes fantasy football. The 2018 fantasy draft season is in full swing and the FFPC, has a format to suit every diehard's interest and budget, whether it's best ball or superflex or classic managed leagues. There's drafts filling daily starting at just a $35 entry fee. Jump into a slow or live draft today. I'm currently in three slow best ball drafts using the fantastic new FFPC app. And if you're ready for an even greater challenge, then check out the FFPC main event in its 11th season. The main event is the world's biggest event in season-long fantasy football. Come to Las Vegas for a three-day weekend of live drafts and festivities at the Planet Hollywood Resort and Casino or draft online from the comfort of your home. Play for the $250,000 grand prize, over $2.2 in total prizes, and fantasy immortality. So things have come back around to us. We have Le'Veon Bell, Alex Collins, Mike Evans, Kenny Stills, Robbie Anderson, Rob Gronkowski, Royce Freeman, Randall Cobb, Calvin Benjamin. And we are now, I still think, in the market for a wide receiver probably unless we see anything at running back that makes us think otherwise. I guess I should ask though, would it concern you heading into this league with just three running backs, or do you think that we need to, at some point, add in a little bit more depth at, at, at uh, the position?
1: I think we'd want to do that, but I think it's possible to get one of those uh, pass-catching backs later.
3: Yep. So you're just going to kind of wait, like, hope that, like, a uh, maybe a James White... A Theo Riddick, somebody like that is still around in a couple of picks, which it looks like they should be. We're at pick 117. Yeah. A guy like Theo Riddick has an ADP at this point of 150. James White, I actually find kind of interesting. He's at 109. You have Ty Montgomery who could have some upside at 120. So we're still in the wide receiver department. Uh Tyler Lockett, Michael Gallup, Chris Godwin. Rashard Matthews, Christian Kirk, Deshaun Jackson, Tyrell Williams, Paul Richardson, Cortland Sutton, Dez Bryant is still there. I'm thinking one of these guys, we do want to get the upside. There's some good candidates in there. Which one of those names stood out?
1: Uh, I mean, Sutton is someone who's interesting, but, uh, we probably don't need to draft him this high. You, you mentioned Rashard Matthews last round. Like if you were interested in him last round and he's still available this round, like he's someone we could get, um, yeah. I mean just kind of big picture, I'm fine with uh Richard Matthews. Like I think he's locked in for a decent amount of targets. Um, you know, so I'm I'm fine with that. But if we want upside, there are there are other guys we can we can go with there. Uh Gallup, I think, has some upside too, but I kind of like Sutton a little bit
3: yep. more. What about Lockett? I think that you can make a strong case for Lockett with there being some concerns about Doug Baldwin. He looks like he's in the number two. In that passing game now, a lot of targets vacated, touchdowns vacated. Of course, Jerron Brown is there too, and I think that Jerron Brown's decent, but I know a lot of people have moved up Lockett due to the health concerns surrounding Doug Baldwin.
1: Yeah, I mean, Baldwin, we can't put too much stock in what Pete Carroll says, Mm -hmm. um, but he says that Baldwin is for sure going to be ready for week one. Um which is why I've kind of like within the last week knocked Lockett back down a little bit. Yep. But um I mean I'm an old school Tyler Lockett truther, so like yeah, I mean if we want to go with Tyler Lockett, that, that's that's fine. You know? So Yeah. So
3: I think what we're learning here, and this is something that I actually kind of agree with with Matt. You get to certain points in the draft where it feels like you could really agonize over these players but you just don't really know. So like I'm kind of looking for certain types of profiles versus the actual player. Does that make sense? Do you agree with that?
1: Uh yeah, I mean I think that's fine. I don't agonize about stuff in general, but um yeah, I mean I think I'm always looking more at the player. Um I, I don't know. I don't know. like I think in general, I have an idea of like, okay, within this draft, uh, I'm probably going to find players I like uh, at this position within this general draft range. Mm-hmm. And then whether it's someone who is more of like a volume play or someone who's an upside play, it kind of doesn't matter all that much to me. Um, you know, because my, my, I guess my general thinking is that I want to be taking players I like and across the general portfolio of my teams. Mm-hmm it will all kind of balance out.
3: Gotcha. All right. We are going to go with Richard Matthews here. I'm going to make the decision. And then we're going to make one more pick. And as we uh, let those picks cycle through, I'm going to say, boy, I thought that uh, getting through a pod with fantasy mansion on trying to moderate between you two was difficult, but man, drafting a team with Matt Friedman's like pulling teeth.
1: Really, I don't think it's I don't think it's that hard. No, I guess
3: it's it's <laughs> it's it, it, I guess it's more just the apathy
1: <laughs> at every turn. Really, I I didn't, I didn't know I was <laughs> apathetic about these
3: I, players. I guess So yeah, all right. So we have Le'Veon Bell, Alex Collins, Mike Evans, Kenny Stills, Robbie Anderson, Rob Gronkowski, Royce Freeman, Randall Cobb, Kelvin Benjamin, and Rashard Matthews. Only three running backs at this point. I will read off the quarterbacks that are still there. Then you can tell us if you would still be waiting. Matthew Stafford, Matt Ryan, Ben Roethlisberger, Marcus Mariota, Patrick Mahomes, Jared Goff, uh, Jared Goff, Alex Smith.
1: Yeah, I, I'm gonna be waiting forever. Yeah, I know like, those
3: guys. They're they're all they're they're so similar. Uh, there's no sense in taking any of them there. And also, I should mention, at this point, 11 quarterbacks have been taken in this draft, so there's absolutely no reason for us to go after a quarterback.
1: Yeah, there. like I'm always going to be waiting on quarterback.
3: Okay.
1: <laughs> All right. Running backs, you
3: still have James White, Tymont, Latavius Murray, Nahe- Naheem Hines, who I think at this point... Uh, Having a lot of struggle, so I don't know how I'd feel about going after him. Theo Riddick, Matt Breida, Bilal Powell, Rob Kelly, maybe Fit Rob Kelly, or you. you I guess Adrian Peterson we could consider now, too. Uh, if you oppose that with the wide receivers, there's still Tyler. Wait, is
1: is Adrian Peterson still available?
3: Um, actually, that's a good question. See, the interesting thing is there are lags in ADP yeah. and... Yeah. That so, would inform so this the tool. doesn't. So
1: this doesn't know. Right.
3: So I mean, it, it it was updated just a couple of days ago, but the the thing is, it's right. an average um yeah. average ADP source. But you know what? It does look like it has picked up on um. Oh no, he's still there. So Peterson, it would still okay. be available.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, it's probably cheating for us to take yep. him. I don't know. Like, I think James White in this range is probably justifiable. Mm-hmm. Um, so like I would be fine if we went with him at the same time, I would probably be fine with another wide receiver too. Right.
3: I mean, I think that I would rather have Lockett or Godwin at this point, or, you know, Paul Richardson actually might be a decent pick right here as well. You get kind of a guy that I think you can project into a wide receiver two role playing with a decent quarterback in an offense that I think is going to be all right. Uh, as opposed to Godwin, who could end up being... There's a lot of upside, though, for Godwin, right? A lot of upside. But I think I have... I can envision more scenarios where he doesn't get the role. Now, of course, though, you could also say we have Evans. So that might be an incentive for taking Godwin. I don't know how you approach that. That's a common question for a lot of people, I think, is can I take two wide receivers from the same team?
1: Uh, I think you can, but this isn't a situation in which like I'm really interested in doing that. Like, right. I think... Um, if you think you're getting value when you're doing that, kind of all the better. Um, and if you maybe think there's, uh, I don't know, like correlations between them where if one is injured, then the other one definitely gets a bump in usage, then maybe that's a a smart move. Um, but, uh, I, I don't know, like Godwin, I think he, he would get a lot of usage if Evans is injured. Right. Um, I don't know what your thought is. My thought on this
3: is... If it's a really good offense, go for it, do it. Like I want players that have the standalone value. And I think if they're an offense that's good enough and both players have enough standalone value, you might feel like they're canceling each other out, but their odds are, it's very possible that drafting those two guys in the particular rounds where you're getting them overall makes your team better. Situation where you yeah. might not want to do that is one where there's concerns that quarterback, you're starting off the season with Ryan Fitzpatrick. Some people seem to think that the Tampa Bay offense is going to significantly improve. I'm not so sure about that. I don't know if it's the type of offense where you want to do it. And then you're kind of assuming that Godwin's going to get most of his value in some of that presumption. If your second round draft pick gets hurt, right? So like you're kind of banking on right. that being a positive only when you're, when you're already in a very Dis or like a non-advantageous situation, so I I don't know yeah, if I would go with that.
1: No, I don't think so. He's he's basically kind of Evan's insurance for us at this point. Like I would rather have Paul Richardson, who I think actually has some of the upside that people like in yeah. Godwin. Like I think Richardson has upside. Yeah, I do too. Um, but on top of that, like just in, in terms of like sheer talent and explosiveness, he also has the potential to be the number one receiver on the team.
3: Yeah. You think so? So clearly you like him better than Dawson. I think that he has the potential to be the, field. I think he is going to be the field stretcher. And if Alex Smith can translate some of the things he was doing last season with those deep balls, uh. High percentage completions downfield, taking a lot of shots. I think it could work out well for him. So you seem, though, to almost like him more than Crowder. You kind of hate Jamison and Crowder, huh?
1: Yeah. I mean, not a Crowder fan. I don't know if I like him more than Doxson, but the, the point is he has – like it's an open depth mm-hmm. chart. He actually has the possibility to be the number one receiver.
3: Okay. All right. So I think that we're going to close down this team there. Final review, Le'Veon Bell – Alex Collins, Mike Evans, Kenny Stills, Robbie Anderson, Rob Gronkowski, Royce Friedman, Royce Freeman, not Friedman, Randall Cobb, Kelvin Benjamin, Rashard Matthews, and um who did I say we we're gonna take Paul Richardson. How do you feel about that team?
1: I like that team. You <laughs> know, I, I don't know. I, I like it. Um it might it, it feels like a freedman team. It does
3: feel like a freedman team um i'll tell you my thoughts on this team i'm not you hate it i i i i don't (laughs) love it and i think the reason that i don't love it is because i feel like this team is a little bit divided i'm not sure what it's what its real strength is and i think that there's some significant weaknesses you know i guess you could say the strength is at tight end and i think there is some strength at running back but i think the perceived strength that running back could very quickly evaporate levy bell is gonna be good who knows about alex collins Royce Freeman, you know, those it's hard to say with much certainty that we have a strength there. If that goes away, we have a potential kind of train wreck at wide receiver, I think. So that's kind of why I'm not a huge fan of this team. No apparent strength, I think, area for a lot of weaknesses.
1: Yeah, that's fair. That, That sounds about right. Um, I mean, I'm going to disagree with it, but, um, I mean, I, I understand the perspective. Like, I think I would rather have, like, you're always going to be taking shots at, at running back. Mm -hmm. And I think the shot at running back with Collins and Freeman, I would rather have that than, uh, trying to scrounge together later round running backs who I think have much less of a, a chance of panning out. And I think the, the key Distinction is that, um, you don't see strength in the wide receivers. Mm -hmm. Um, I think, I think some of those wide receivers will end up returning value so that, like, I would rather have the running backs Mm -hmm. giving me a better chance at production relative to the late round guys than wide receivers in comparison to late round wide receivers. Like I think we can find guys, like I would say if Rotoviz has been like good for anything, it's finding late round wide, re- wide receivers. Mm-hmm. Like Rotoviz, I think is very equipped to do things like that. Um, so I would just would rather take shots with mid round and late round wide receivers and uh, think that I can cobble together enough production from that unit to make up basically to arbitrage what I would have gotten if I had gone with premium wide receivers. I hear you. So I think that the and I might be wrong. Yeah. I might be totally wrong, but I, you know, that's, that's the theory behind right. it. Right. No, that,
3: that, that does make some sense. I think if I were to go with this approach where I would have deviated is we were kind of stuck though with that fourth round pick. Like I just did not feel super great about Jarek McKinnon there, but I do think that if I was going with this approach, I would try to prioritize getting four or five of the running backs right out of the gate. But the problem is for me in many respects, there just weren't the names that I liked there, but I do think, you know, y- this strategy is certainly viable or this approach, whatever you want to call it. I think for me though, I would have liked to have just made a little bit more of a strength at running back. And maybe that means personally, I wouldn't have gone with a tight end. I would have kept going at running back there. But uh, you know, there's a number of different ways you can put together the team. Any closing thoughts on roster construction, team building, anything that this exercise made you think of?
1: Uh, I mean, I guess one thing, if you looked at the other running back groups, yep. I know you say we have a weakness, but I don't know if there's another team that has three uh, starting running backs as good as ours. Well, like as a cohort, let's,
3: let's, let's take a look. All right. So let's look at, uh, all right. Team rosters. So one team has Todd Gurley, Marshawn Lynch. They also have Duke Johnson, Devontae Booker. So that's no good. Jordan Howard, LeSean McCoy, CJ Anderson. All right. This team is Alvin Kamara. Jarek mckinnon rex burkhead it's interesting the computer filled in the flex with wide receivers mainly um this team wow this team really punted on running back they have jamal williams geo bernard aaron jones interesting all right david johnson christian mccaffrey
1: Hmm,
3: nobody else really to speak of ezekiel elliott devonta freeman i think you're gonna end up being right here matt saquon barkley lamar miller chris thompson Jay Ajayi, Rashad Penny, Nick Chubb, Marlon Mack, Kareem Hunt, Derek Henry, Ronald Jones. I'm not a huge Ronald Jones fan. Dalvin Cook, Mark Ingram, Tariq Cohen, Peyton Barber. That might be better.
1: Tariq Cohen? Yeah. Tariq Cohen is one of their starting three. No, he's, he's, he's,
3: well, I guess. Oh, they also have Sony Michelle. So they have Cook, yeah, I don't Ingram, like that. Michelle, Cohen, Peyton Barber. No, that's probably not as good either. Melvin Gordon. Leonard Fournette,
1: Isaiah Crowell. All right, you kind of have me in that. That one's interesting. I, so you know what I'm saying? Like, I think like all running back is just so weak this year that you're always going to be weak. So you can look at any collection. You think running be like, back, back your, is weak are stronger. You think running back is weak this year? Yeah, because I think like after the top eighteen or so, maybe after the top twenty, there is a lot of uncertainty. I would argue this,
3: that the reason that there's uncertainty beyond them is that there are more defined roles than we have seen in years past at the running back position. And as a function of that, there's the uncertainty after the 18-20. So the uncertainty beyond there is a function of there actually being a decent amount of certainty beforehand, making overall a more solid group of running backs this season than we've seen maybe the last three
1: yeah, I'm, I'm going to totally disagree. Like, cause what I'm thinking of in terms of like a solid running back is someone who has the potential to play for three downs. And like, we just don't have nearly as much of that this year because you have bifurcated backfields. In some cases, even like three headed backfields. Yep. Um, and I, I think that just sort of destroys, um, the potential to find late round running backs who have three down upside you know, barring some sort of vacuum situation where everyone else on the roster is injured. Okay.
3: I'll give you my final, my final thought here. I think the reason that I feel like, yes, we put together in comparison to the other teams, a pretty solid group of running backs. The reason why I don't feel like it is a strength is because we're banking. It's only to me, a solid group of running backs. If the three of them hit, which right now it might feel like there's a possibility of that, but the odds aren't very high that all three of them hit. So I would like to have one or two other names in there to get into this mix to get us to that three, that group of three running backs, because what falls apart here, one of those guys doesn't make it. Then we have another wide receiver that we need to hope we hit on that we move into the roster. But I mean, I think we could kind of belabor these points to the end of time. So I'll give you the, I'll give you the last word if you want it.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, so the point of you would like to have more running backs. I'm, yeah, I would always love to have more running backs, but then it's like we're, we're limiting our ability to take shots at wide receiver. So like it's just, I I guess the one of the bigger ideas is there's just, there aren't enough, there aren't enough picks or there aren't enough, like enough quality players to, to go around to sort of satisfy all of the desires. I know I said I would give you the last
3: word, but what, what, what about all these, you know, these great, values at wide receiver that were popping up in the middle of the rounds if we'd gone with more running backs early shouldn't we be able to fill in with more of these wide receivers later
1: well but there are only so many of them like i feel like we're pretty close to to uh emptying that like that gun so like we have i think (laughs) six wide receivers now
3: um right we have uh we have seven wide receivers
1: okay so would you have rather taken um at this point, it would have been running backs like...
2: No, I'm saying know, earlier. Like James White, I'm
1: would you have... Would, earlier on. I'm saying, like saying earlier. Yeah, on. I'm saying like in, in, yeah, in like round round five, round six. Yep. Like, When would you have wanted to I take think more running backs? I probably backs? would
3: have opened with four running backs. Four running backs, uh, maybe even five. So I probably okay. wouldn't have gone I mean, with Evans and I probably wouldn't have gone with Gronk.
1: Yeah, but you didn't really want McKinnon, did you? Is like he, over, Yeah, Evans? that's the
3: challenge is that I didn't really want it.
1: Okay. Well, well then, <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you didn't want it when we had the option to do it,
0: you know?
3: Yeah, I know. I know. I know. You know, this is like a, uh, this is like independent George and relationship George. What I'm trying to do is not allowing me to stand
1: uh i don't know a, a podcast divided against itself you know, Stan.
3: exactly all right so on that note and what i feel like has been one of the more disjointed odd episodes that we've done all summer and probably what should have been our best show uh you have a weird at best mock draft going on but at least it does give you some insight into thought processes that you can go through well drafting and at the very least it has proven that matt and i are very willing to disagree on the show
1: No, I think this was, I think this was a really good show because like you start, you know, like we're looking at this in real time, as long as you can cut this down to like a length that's listenable, but like, uh, we're going through this in real time. Uh, and these are like, we're basically having the conversations about what people are thinking of in the middle of their drafts. So I think it's good as an exercise for people to think about like, Oh, these are the various ways in which people are looking at these players and these strategies.
3: Well said. So on that note, Go to Patreon, find Rotoviz, sign up, go ahead, get that listener only 30% discount, and you will be all set for the season. Naturally, that is going to do it for today's show. I'm Dave Cabin. You can find me on Twitter at Dave FF. My co-host was Matthew Friedman, who you can find at Matt F the Oracle. Be sure to tune in next week and all throughout the season for more fantastic shows. And remember. It's not a fantasy, if you believe it. Thank you for listening to RoboViz Radio. Please rate, review, and contact us via email at robovizradio at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at Radio and support the pod by subscribing to RoboViz at a 30% discount through the listener homepage at roboviz.com forward slash podcast.